affirmations. Affirmations for the new year. Yeah. As we ruminate, as Guantanamo Bay's, it's 2024. Wow. I know. I, we love a symmetrical year. We love a symmetrical <laughs> and dick. even year. And, yes. and a symmetrical dick as well. Um, It might as well be as good of a time as any to set our early year intentions. So Ooh. what do you think, Julian? What are some of your intentions for the new year? I would like to drink more green tea, like hot green tea. It seems so doable. Like that's a resolution I could really nail. Yeah, I know. Now, are you looking to drink this tea? Like drinking this much tea will result in something? Definitely. I like its antioxidant properties. Mm -hmm. I think it'll just help me be healthier and hopefully stifle my cravings. Okay. May may I recommend? I I would drink (coughs) green tea um foolishly like on set like for breakfast on an empty stomach it fuck up my whole day so yeah. if i'll recommend this to you never drink green tea on an empty stomach but i bless this journey thank you i'm yeah, hoping i could acclimate to green tea on an empty stomach yeah you just yeah. weren't tough enough kid no i tried i tried multiple times i have a pretty strong stomach but some people react to certain you know, liquids weird, I guess. And for me, green tea, if I'm on an empty stomach, just did something to me. Because of the caffeine. I'm sure it's like the caffeine is probably something unique in green tea. Maybe mm. some of the, you know, some of the properties. It is kind of bitter. Use. Like the, like, yeah, the ritzy green tea is kind of bitter. Yeah. And, and I was on set where they had ritzy green teas. So I was like drinking these high end green teas. Like, oh, what a perfect breakfast, you know, because mm. I'm not usually hungry in the mornings. Go off. But then, you we know, I love a nice, nice crafty. But then I'm a sick little stand in, you know, trying to stand in for old Justin Thoreau over there. And, and, and Justin never gets sick. And Justin chugs green tea like it's nobody's business. Yeah. Always on an empty stomach because he doesn't eat. He's so thin. Truly tiny waist, huge muscles. What's your affirmation or resolution? Oh, I just want to make even more money. OK, just makes I just want to make. Just, I just want to just make more money. money huh? Just more money. But what I, do you want? I have a job. What do you want to apply that money towards? Savings. Yeah, I like that. Is so your Eastern European? <laughs> just stashing the Jew gold, baby. Whereas me, I'm like, I'm going to Versace. So. And and we say all this. And look, my money comment is tongue tongue in cheek. <laughs> Who doesn't want more money? But we say all this, and we say our intentions of the new year because we have very special treat for you in this bonus episode. Ooh, yeah. We have friends. We can't give you money. We can't give you money. But we could give you this episode. And this episode will give you an education that is worth its weight in gold, which is to say it is limitless, this well of knowledge you're about to absorb. Yeah. Because our like, friends... we can't send aid to Gaza. No. We try. But we could give you this this gorgeous episode that will hopefully take you somewhere lovely. Let this be your aid to the mental Gaza. That Mm. is, that is this cluttered existence that we live. So, and a very fine line we are walking, (laughs) but I invoked it. You did. And, uh, I I had to join you there cause I wasn't going to leave you in the lurch like that. (laughs) That's sweet. No, no, you came to us for the warts. You got the warts, baby. But here's what's not going to have warts. This episode that we are so happy to share with y'all from our friends, our friends Seth and Lex, 
at the You But Better podcast. Uh, they've had both of us on at one point or another on their podcast, and they I also. I am not. I my episode hasn't premiered, has it? It hasn't premiered yet, but maybe by the time. But I will does. be. Yeah. So you keep checking for mine. Just keep hitting F five. Hit that refresh button until it shows up. But have another tab listening to all of the episodes. Yes. While you have a third tab playing (laughs) all the Guantanamo Bays over it. Yeah. Have one AirPod with you, but better. Have one with us. Become the perfect specimen. Oprah calls it multitasking. Yeah. And it worked for her. Yeah, exactly. And uh, she's doing fine, guys. So you could either take her advice (laughs) or don't. Cuban Winfrey 2028, baby. That's a ticket that might actually exist <laughs> to think. Um, so, yeah, this is Brian's episode. This is my episode of You But Better, where I played a fictional Super Bowl champion, Freddy, Freddy the Flow Marrero. Mm. And I'm just going to leave that introduction at that. These guys are hilarious. Um, I'm so excited to – we are so excited to be able to give you guys a, a piece of their – Broadcasting genius. Without further ado, you, you but, but better. Welcome to You But Better. Interviews. Interviews. We interview the most brilliant thinkers and highest achieving badasses on the face of the planet. I have a dream that one day... There is an indefinable, mysterious power. Four score and seven years ago. Friends, Romans, countrymen. You are the light of the world. It's not just an interview. It's the interview. You, but better. Welcome, better yous, to another spectacular interviews. We are so excited today. We have Freddie, the flow, Marrero on you, but better. Seth, are you, how do you feel right now? Guys, I have never been so pumped in my life to bring on a guest. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm overprepared, some people would say. But I felt, even though that I felt that I was pretty prepared, I felt like I needed to be that much more on my game because we have the game master here with us today folks better use let me tell you for maybe the eight of you alive on this planet who don't know who freddie the flow marrero is i will give you oh welcome to earth details welcome to earth so freddie marrero is one of the most gifted and accomplished professional athletes of all time freddie Mm. is the only human being to have thrived in both the nfl and the nba where he has broken records for 10 years straight and as our listeners wow. are no doubt aware, Freddie was not only a starter on the recent Super Bowl winning Chiefs team, but he also performed as a backup dancer in Rihanna's halftime show. Oh, yeah. Stellar. Now, Freddie was a late bloomer in life. He didn't start his athletic pursuits until well into his 20s when he discovered that he had extraordinary physical abilities that he could unlock with his own mind. And finally, this is something we're going to get into. Freddie recently published his first book. Mindletics, the athlete inside your brain. Freddie, welcome to you, but better. Thank you for having me. I'm in awe of your presence right now and humbled by the invitation. Wow. The awe is mutual. Wow. Thank you. 
Freddie, it's it's so it's so good to have Game Master Marrero in our sights. Oh wow. Yeah. And I just I want to congratulate you on your Super Bowl win. Oh, uh, a you win. did win. You were on the winning team. Yeah, a win. I'm so, it's, it, it's a championship, Freddie. It's a championship. I forget about the points element of the games that I play. But yeah, I'm sorry. Continue. I didn't mean to interrupt your introduction. No, I Lex. See, I told you. I told you this guy was special. He doesn't even care about the. You're outcome. on such a high plane. You forget yeah. about the. You forget about the point system because that's not factoring into your consciousness. Yeah, it doesn't apply to me, nor should it really apply to anyone. They say that I outjuked the defender on my way to the end zone. What people don't understand is I'm I'm out juking myself. Wow. So the fact that a defender is there is irrelevant. I don't really see the figures of the other players in front of me. There's just me and the goal in front of me. Do you think wow. that really when we get down to it in reality, there are really no enemies or opponents, only yourself. Of course. That's such an obvious answer. You are your own opponent, and yet you should never be in conflict with yourself or anyone for that matter. So that that's why my introduction to sports, I hear that sports are something that youths typically begin at a young age and then they blossom into athletes with their physical gifts. They say it takes mind, body, and spirit to be a holistic poor, uh, person, but what if mind is body? What if mind is strong? When you have those elements, everything else falls into place. That's why I never picked up a ball of any kind until I was 25. Wow. What if mind is strong? I've never heard it put so delicately. I have to say, the whole concept that Lex and I built here with You But Better is that you are constantly in competition with the last version of yourself. Mm. You wake up a new you, a better you, if you put in the work. And Freddie, it's, it's clear to me, it's clear to the world that as one of the very best to do what you do. Yes. And you do a lot of things. Yes. <laughs> they tell me. They t it doesn't feel like a lot, but that's what they tell me. And that's what my, I have people kind of informing me. You have won this trophy. You have accomplished this goal. Your team won this championship. Once again, I'm like winning. What and why is that? You're a true process over product person, right? Can I say that? You're true process over product. You are all about doing the process. You don't worry about the product. If you want to reduce it to such simplistic terms, I'm happy to embrace your definition. Well, let's talk about that because you are the first human being in history to not only play in a Super Bowl, but to also dance as a background dancer in the halftime show. I am? Yeah, you were. You really were, Freddie. How does that feel to support Rihanna in that halftime show? I'm I'm shocked that no athlete in history has ever taken it upon them. I'm kind of reeling from this realization. Does that make you sad that no one else has participated as both an athlete and a halftime dancer? It makes me sad how, yeah, there are so many athletes in this world, and apparently a number of Super Bowls have been played over the years, and yet for none of them to have performed in the halftime show, these are able-bodied, individuals some of the strongest most athletic humans allegedly 
for them not to maximize their potential, this is the part of, of sports that kind of now bores me is that I've done everything that they tell me I can do within these leagues. I do find it a little sad. I want to help other athletes unlock the potential of being able to not just perform at the top of their game athletically, uh, but then to also lend a hand in other areas related to the game. It was yeah. definitely bombastic. There were, you know, you were twirling, you were doing flips, you were tossing that baton, you were twerking. And the dancers executed my choreography to perfection. Yeah. I, I could not have been happier with how it all turned out. So after I choreographed the show, you know, Riri said, do you want to go on tour? And so now we're in talks to do wow. that. Yeah, you came off those platforms with with fire in your eyes. Yes, and honestly, I do feel like the reason we won the game is because I had danced in that show. You think that energy from the dancing contributed to the energy on the field? That's one element, mm. but nothing happens in the world unless everything that happened before it also happened. Wow, that's true. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, that's so true. Things in the past have to happen for things in the present to happen. For things in the future to happen, things have to be happening in the present as well. There have to there has to have been things before for there to be things after. That's something that always hits me. And forgive me that I forget I'm speaking to such enlightened individuals. I am humbled to be here. And sometimes I interact with an ilk of person, not even my athletes, just day-to-day -day lives. You, I wish I could give these people my brain. I wish I could reach into their brain and mush around the 90% of it that they're not using to engage it so that they could exist on the same plane of existence that we stand on. So I do sincerely apologize for asking if what I said made sense because that is so redundant. Everything I say to you, you know it makes sense and you know how to make sense of it. No, that's 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 completely fair. We're different people. Communication is so, so paramount. And I say about enlightenment, I never claim to be enlightened. I'm not a shaman. I'm not a sorcerer. I just know a lot of shamans and sorcerers. Hmm. That surprises me. How many persons does it take to keep the flow going? I'll have to do a formal head count next time I'm at the compound. The compound. Is that is that where you live? I live at the you compound. You live at the compound. Yes. It's the it's the it's called the flow. Okay. It is where like-minded individuals, people looking to better themselves, whether in the field of academics, um, spirituality, or athletics, which is apparently something I'm quite successful at. Wow. Yeah, everyone congregates, and uh, some of them aid in the building of what they say is my brand. Money... Uh, I guess I have it and a lot of it, mm. but I really only generate it so that I can give it to the residents of my compound because they tell me they need it to purchase goods. Like they, they have not reached the level of transcendence where their mind can feed them. They still need things like food. They need things like water. So I, I generate these Fred talks, my, my contracts, my sponsorships, just so they have the ability to put what they perceive as necessary food on their tables. But 
Um, I believe before too long, you will see other athletes achieve a new plane of consciousness in their play and their existence that we haven't seen before. I bet if you, for all of your teammates who've read your book, Mindletics, I bet those are some of the most open-minded teammates. I would unfortunately have to agree with you. I hate to put people in such boxes, but we'll go ahead and say in a conventional sense, you are absolutely correct. I mean, in your in your book, in Mindletics, your chapter, How to Be Open-Minded, was one of the best book chapters I've read in a very long time, in years. I'm humbled for that critique. Um, what What were some of your takeaways? From Mindletics, it sounds like you've read it front to back. I read it. I read it front to back, mm-hmm. and then I actually read it back to front. Yeah, that's how I recommend doing it. And I don't put that in the in the description of the book because if you read the book in actuality, you should know that's how you need to do it. One of my favorite one of my favorite quotes yeah. from the book is when you said, "To be open minded, open a window, and don't go through the window. Ask the world to go through you." And I, I thought about that for an entire day. What's funny is I didn't even write that sentence. You didn't write I, that sentence. I stared at my computer and the sentence appeared in front of me. The sentence and said, wrote itself. Publish me. It said, publish me. The world needs to read me. And I said, you're right, sentence. And um, apparently my editor agreed. Uh, Freddie, I can I ask about another sentence in your book? It's Please. haunted me. Okay. Um, it's meant to do that, by the way. Well, you should you should walk away from reading that book with a mild sense of being haunted. Okay. Well, I I did walk away with that sense, especially when I read. I opened the refrigerator. Hmm. The light was on. Yes. I closed the refrigerator. I was the refrigerator light. Right. What did that mean? Right. Well, I'll be happy to tell you. um, I'm just curious. What did you think it meant upon reading? I always love to know. I thought that you were admitting that you had died. Okay. Oh, funny. funny. You open a refrigerator, the light comes on. You close it, the light goes off. But you didn't say the light goes off. You said, I am the refrigerator light. To some degree, you're not wrong because the veil between life and death is so thin and only gets thinner the more you practice and achieve aggressive mindfulness. What I really meant, subtextually, yes, to some degree, I, I did die because I'm always dead. I'm always dead and I'm always alive at the same time. That's just a byproduct of being enlightened. But um, what I really meant was that all of us are light. And from a spiritual sense, light is often used symbolically to, to illustrate enlightenment, to illustrate yeah, mindfulness. Yeah, of course. Of course. So when I close the refrigerator door and the light is no longer inside the refrigerator, the light is upon me, I now have to take it upon myself to be the refrigerator of of my peers. I need to be the entity that they 
get their nourishment from. And so, yeah. Freddie, can I just say that I thought your book had more refrigeration-based wisdom than any book I've ever read? It really did. That's very flattering. I, I loved, one of the quotes that I loved is, the weight of my regret is heavier than a refrigerator. I loved that. Well, and refrigerators are notoriously heavy, so I do live with a refrigeration level size of regrets. Yeah, that's so clear. I mean, I was floored when I read an icebox without ice is just a cold, cold box. That that was wild. I loved that one too. And who's to say what is cold and what is hot? Temperature, like competition, also relative, also irrelevant. True. I could stand in a frozen tundra and tell you that it is uh, boiling like the Dickens. I could tell you I'm standing at the gates of Hades right now. Well, I'm actually, in fact, uh, in places in Antarctica, even our finest explorers have never reached. So you just need to take the same approach to temperature mindfulness that you need to with the mindfulness of all of your endeavors. Freddie, that is amazing. I'm a big admirer of you. I really am. And I know Lex is. We both are. We're huge admirers. I admire the both of you, and I continue to be in awe of the wisdom of our conversation. Aw, I am in awe of you. My infinite regress awe alarm is potentially going off. I just want to say that I think that together, if we could cool the world down enough, we could all live in a refrigerator. And I think that would be a better world. I think it would be a much better world. I believe when the refrigerator was invented, that was the initial intention behind it. To improve the world? To not just yes. cool the food, but to cool the world. The food is a part of the world. And to cool the hot hearts yeah. of... The angry. The despots of the era the refrigerator was invented. That's precisely right. Now, I don't personally, I don't watch sports because I, I don't believe in it. That's nothing. That's nothing against sports or any players. It's true. I don't either. I, I play out of convenience. So for me, um, one of the things I was so impressed with was the way that you, as a sports star, as a cross-disciplinary football player, a basketball player, a dancer, someone with all the best dance moves, I just want to say the frittata recipes in your book were so good. They were so, I mean, wow. Mm -hmm. Freddie, I just wanted to say last year when you created that frittata pinata and you had it smashed over that duct tape boat regatta, I was so enthralled and inspired. And you fed a nation that day. Yes, the, the flow frittata pinata on the duct tape regatta. That was an event that I will say we were very pleased with at the compound. That was one of the first events that we had hosted there. And certainly will not be the last. Yeah, I don't think anyone is going to forget that. So true, Lex. Thank you. I want to make it difficult for them to forget. Especially all those Guatemalans that ate that frittata. I mean, that fed an entire country. That frittata piñata in Guatemala was a magic, magic, magic experience. Oh, I, I appreciate that. I, I'm disappointed that we could only feed the entire nation of Guatemala that day. For our next frittata piñata regatta... We're thinking of taking that more global. Freddie, 
Last year, the whole offensive side of your team demanded a trade. Right. Because they said that you made them feel uncomfortable in the locker room. Do the people that work for you ever get frustrated with the fact that you, you never seem to know what's going on? They know that my lack of perception in the physical world is a byproduct of my mindfulness mm. without which they would be unemployed. So they more or less just go with it. That makes sense. That makes sense. Mm. That's kind of how, that's how ours are. But if they don't want to go with it, I will not make them go anywhere. I want people to follow me because they love the message and they love the process. I wish I didn't have a name. I wish I didn't have a physical body. I wish I was simply a manifestation of ideas and enlightenment. Unfortunately, in this life, there's a there's a mortal shackle that forces me to be this individual walking, levitating, scoring points, winning basketball games in a physical space. But until we can evolve beyond that, I'm just here being Freddy the Flow. Yeah. In the physical world, we have to hit a pinata or eat a frittata. According to my book, that's exactly right. Yeah. I, I do have to ask this one thing. This is a question that you don't have to answer, but you made a demand during the game that you would not enter the stadium in the usual way, but that you would be inside a refrigerator, wheeled out onto the field, and then you would explode out of that refrigerator door. Right, yeah. The door would be blown off, and you would emerge from that refrigerator. A lot of people, including you know the NFL commissioner and a lot of people on social media, have found the idea that you come out of an exploding refrigerator to be unorthodox. Um, there have been criticisms. They say it breaks with tradition. Yeah, they say it breaks a perfectly good refrigerator. Frigidaire was pissed. Yeah, I was informed after the fact that that did rub a number of people the wrong way, including NFL commissioner Roger Goodell. Yeah. And when he approached me, I made empowering eye contact and he heard instantly the voices of his ancestors and knew that he had to relent. He said, Roger told you this? He did. He did. He said, I yield, I relent. I cannot fathom the voices of my ancestors informing me that you are so far in the right, I should not exist. And I said, that's a little harsh on your ancestors' parts. Mm. I agree with them in principle, but don't be so hard on yourself, Roger. Yeah. Did you see that he, he said you were an asshole on Pat McAfee's show the other day? Oh, that's funny. Um, they must have recorded out of the compound because he's been living there for the last three weeks. Wow. Yeah. That's, an, that's amazing. Yeah. So he can say what he wishes to say. He, he strikes me as one of those people who's a little bit more tied to what I'm told this generation calls clout. Mm. So if it, if it gives him pleasurable clout in a secular sense to say these things about me, I will allow it. And I'm humbled simply to be 
talked about in such a broad fashion. Wow. Your take on life, the way you take on life, yeah, is oh. so mysterious, mm. so enthralling. I never looked at it that way. Yeah. Obviously. And frankly, I have to thank you again for coming onto our show, being one of the best to ever play the game of basketball, a multi-Super Bowl champion. Doesn't matter to you. Are you ready to, on our show, to the better use, are you ready to announce your retirement from either the NBA or the NFL? I'm ready to announce that I intend to no longer, not immediately, but Mm. within the year, Mm. I don't see myself playing what people call sports in a competitive sense anymore, which I never viewed as competitive. They tell me it is. So I'm not quite ready to say Freddy the Flow is hanging it up. I'm done. Um, I'm Splitsville. I'm not ready to say that. What, you know, lately I am in in kind of a privileged football season's over. So I'm in a, a privileged position with the NBA where um, teams sign me, wh- whichever team needs me the most that day will sign me to a very limited contract. So yeah, you're, you're, you're almost in the playoffs already. Right. And, and next week I might not be. So um, I, I will no doubt be signed to whoever ends up in the championship. That's, that's how it's gone these last 10 years of, of my career. Um, but after I win this next championship, um, regardless of who it's going to be with, that may be the last time that I compete in what we have come to know on this world as professional sports. Yeah. Well, that does not sound like an announcement for a retirement, folks. That's not an, that's not an announcement. I will say, based on all your Fred talks, it does seem like you're way more into cooking omelets than throwing a football around. And well, the moment that I win this next championship, I do see myself stepping away from that and mostly focusing on an omelet frittata, largely like an egg based yeah. sort of retirement package. Yeah. Well, Freddie, can we expect more flow nose commercials moving forward? That'd be amazing. You will be seeing more flow nose commercials. You know, I, I will be in the new Little Mermaid. Um, that is coming out. Wow. Yeah. Um, amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Who do they have you playing? I just kind of want it to be a surprise, but it, it is actually going to be Ursula and Prince Eric. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, but I, I I want that to be a surprise, so I'm not going to say it. We'll cut it. Dwayne, Dwayne, can you cut this out? Thank you. Yeah, can you please edit that out? Thanks, Dwayne. Thank you, Dwayne. Did I say it, actually? Did I actually say who I was playing? Don't worry about it. You were speaking out loud, yeah. Yeah, you were... You said it, and the text just came out of your mouth and appeared. Yeah. That, yeah. See, once again, you know, what you perceive as talking, I, once again, perceive as a manifestation of thoughts and consciousness. So I am very excited to play Ursula and Prince Eric. Um, there's a very talented team that's uh, that's behind the scenes on The, the Little Mermaid. So, uh, so I'm really excited to, you know, to finally actualize another adventure which um, in this kind of egg-based retirement that I will yeah. have in, in what I'm told is a sports world is that I will enter into what people tell me is is Hollywood. 
Wow, a whole new world for Freddie the Flow Marrero. Yeah, if you this is this has been amazing, Freddie. Thank you so much for sharing this time with us and for holding space with us. We we do want to know if you if you had one last message, maybe piece of advice, any any idea, any thought, any flow that you want to send the way of our better use. What would that final message be? Um, my message is one of perpetual and aggressive mindfulness. Yeah, you'll never not be who you don't want to be if you can't not accomplish the items and tasks that aren't being fed or that aren't being cooked in a more secular egg-based fashion that completely makes sense to me i love that thank you so much for having me let us know when you're in town. We'll we'll bring you into the Buddha Pod. We'll, we'll show bring you, you around. Into the Buddha Pod. We'll cook a frittata. We've got a full kitchen right at, right outside there. And let let me know when you're in my neck of the woods. I'd love to have you both in the compound. And uh, you might not want to leave once you enter. Uh, Lex and I have a pretty pretty bad habit of getting stuck in compounds for long periods of time. Am I right, bud? True words were never spoken, my friend. This will be one of the times where. It will be a very good habit of getting stuck in compounds. Love it. Well, Freddie, thank you for skipping the uh, the Super Bowl parade today and and doing this interview oh, sure. you said with us. We're so grateful. Absolutely, it was my pleasure. Tell Riri we said hi. I absolutely will. I'm actually going to be filling in for her on her tour coming up. Oh, great. Um, she's going to get a little R and R, so I will be embodying. Um, in, in a physical form, Rihanna, and uh, the audience will be none the wiser. So thank you for, uh, you know, thank you for having me, and, and I'll see you on the tour. Absolutely. You, but better. Friends, thank you for listening and becoming a better you. And if you haven't followed us on social media yet, you haven't fully committed. Find those social links in the episode description. Also, please rate and review us on your podcast listening app. It helps more people find this podcast and become totally enlightened. And remember, don't just be you, be you, but better. better.